This is Golf with Jay Delsing. A two-time All-American at UCLA. A participant in nearly 700 PGA Tour events. Seven professional wins to his credit. Over 30 years of professional golf experience. A member of the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. That's Jay Delsing, who played in over 700 PGA Tour events. And we're presented by Darty Business Solutions. We're coming to you from Wild Crush, which was the site of the kickoff of the Ascension Charity Classic a few weeks back, which has supported numerous charities in North County. And uh, first and foremost, Jay, always great to be with you. Thanks, Danny. Yeah, it's great to be uh, here at Wild Crush. Great to have Cord. Uh, and we're going to get to talk a little Dalhousie and get to bring, you know, golf in here and, and, and talk some golf on a Sunday. You mentioned Cord. That's Cord Dombrowski, founder of Dalhousie Golf Club located in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. We're going to get to Cord in just a moment. Also, on this edition of Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Doherty Business Solutions, we'll visit with a Hall of Famer, and that's Bernie Federko from the St. Louis Blues. But first of all, Cord, thanks for coming into St. Louis, and thanks for coming to Wild Crush. Well, glad to do it. Jay, thank you for inviting me. And uh, Dan, it's good to see you again. Always great to see you. Cord, let's uh, start with this. A simple question. How did Dalhousie all come about? It is a gorgeous <laughs> place, and how did it all happen? <clears throat> well, that, that's a, lo- a long story, of course. <laughs> I bet it is. Way back. Uh, recently, I was, I was at the Troon offices in June, or I'm sorry, January, and they asked the same question. And uh, literally, we spent six hours of, uh, it was like a Golf Channel studio taping <laughs> The beginning, how did it start before the beginning? But every every business venture starts with an idea, and the seed is usually planted, you know, long, long before reality. And that, that was the case with us. And then the hardest thing was to to temper the enthusiasm of the sport of golf and, and blending that with the business part of, of the golf business. And one of my mentors, uh, Rush Limbaugh Sr., was our family's attorney for years and years and years. And one thing he re- I remember him saying is that as you grow in your business career, make sure you don't have emotions dictate a decision as opposed to the business part of it. And that was the case very much so with golf. Been around golf like a lot of people have for a long, long time. Not nowhere near as accomplished as our friend here, Jay, but had my share of, of moments. And then with the opportunity of getting into the golf business, it's like, boy, how cool would that be? You know, a golf course and this and that, this and that. And then then it's like, well, let me take a step back and make sure we're doing this the right way. So advice of Mr. Limbaugh took over. And I spent two years researching, travel the country, looking at different types of clubs, different types of facilities, different types of ownership, and uh, eventually blended the notes into a business plan before we even started it and then uh, applied the numbers to it. Eventually, it all made sense, and off we went. So that was 1999, long time ago. Danny, I don't know if many people know how nice it is to be able to have a national club like Dalhousie in, basically in our backyard. There's lots of opportunities to play golf, but this is a special place. We've got overnight accommodations. We've got a, it's a Jack Nicholas design, and the property is spectacular. 
that's what I think. It's kind of a hidden gem, and I don't know if it's hidden anymore, but in Missouri, and I know, Cord, you're getting people from all over the country because of the overnight accommodations, because of how nice the facility is, but people that make this a week-long stay, a weekend stay, mm-hmm. but it's a, a place where everybody is coming from across the country to be a part of it. That's very true, and I, it's hard to say how that happened. We're approaching 700 members now. Probably 70% of those are from far away, you know, obviously in the, in the immediate area, St. Louis, Southern Illinois, but Atlanta, Chicago, you know, Florida, Arizona, Dallas, you know, and just all over. And uh, it's almost weekly, one of the members is flying in to Cape Girardeau, and of course we pick them up at the airport, and they spend, they always bring three or seven, and they spend three or four days, and we'll see them three or four times a year. It just works out really well, because we have a large membership that are very in tuned into good golf and more importantly good camaraderie and they, they meet meet the folks of the staff they develop relationships and they keep coming back one thing i think we like is our, is our, our staff i always tell them when we're hiring new people i say if you bring your attitude with you we'll teach you what to do and good attitude that comes from the heart and almost without exception that's what we have and i try and impress upon them that you know, these guys can join any place across the country, Florida, Arizona, doesn't matter, but they've joined our place for good reason. And part of it, and there's great golf, there's a thousand great golf courses. And what distinguishes the really great clubs from the great golf courses is the staff and how they get treated. We've got that figured out. Well, it's a, you know, Denny, it's a testimony to what's going on there. You don't get 700 people joining anything by accident. And to Court's point, if you let, just like the, the restaurant business here, if you let up on your service or the things that you're trying to you know, do well with, it'll show and the market will let you know it. Absolutely. And the other thing, Cord, is I want to know how you found the, the piece of land to put this course in. And it's, it's gorgeous. So how did you find the particular location that you decided to put uh, Dalhousie at, Dalhousie Golf Club. And again, Cord Dombrowski, the founder of Dalhousie, is our guest. So where did you find the piece of land to do this? A a lot of good things come by accident, you know. (laughs) And and if you you try and seek out the perfect property, more than likely second, third choice, whatever. But we bought right at 900 acres from from the family. And it happened to be one of my dear friends. He has since passed away, and it broke my heart. We walked that property raising our kids and always thought well, how, how neat would it be to have a golf course here you know blah 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 and then time went by and and the matriarch of the family passed away the patriarch of the family passed away and 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 my dear friend pat you know became the the benefactor of, of the property the other dynamics in southeast missouri in relation to golf everything just kind of fell into place it was like the dynamics where this makes sense and the opportunity for the land kind of made sense and then uh, knowing a little bit more about golf in the 90s and I did in the 60s made sense. Things were kind of lining up, even going back to Mr. Limbaugh's comment, don't let the emotion get in the way because we, we walked this property for years. So at that point, when I made the decision to make the project a go, it was like it made sense that th- this property would be the, the choice, but we bought another farm west of town and an option on another piece of property, and we brought folks in from Crenshaw Golf out of Dallas. That was my first call. I got to know 
calling Mr. Crenshaw still, even though he's younger than me. But anybody's got two green jackets, you got to get him the Absolutely, for you sure. Do it. And uh, so he, he was very helpful and inspirational in making our decisions. So they came up, and, and I didn't give them any tips. I said, here's three pieces of property. Let's go look at them. I'll drop you off, call me, and I'll pick you up. And which one do you like? This one here. So let the option expire on one, sold the other one, and executed the, the arrangement with the Evans family on this property. Now, this property goes, goes back, like everything, of course, you know, pre-Louisiana purchase. The original settlers were Scots, and my name is Gibbony, and the matriarch of that family was Ramsey. So they were benefactors of the Louisiana purchase. The homestead that is still there was built in 1825, and the family has lived in this facility ever since. I don't know how many generations that is, six generations, something like that. So it's very unique in that regard. So we were aware of that aspect of the property. Golf was going to be its next life. I took the time to do a research in a couple areas. One, we conduct an archaeological study. We contacted the National Trust for Historic Preservation in Washington, and the Missouri Historical Preservation in Jeff City and collaborated and shared with them the archaeological aspects of the property, what we're wanting to do with it, and the respect for land and all that. And that resulted in a memorandum of agreement of all those two entities and myself executed, and this is how we're going to manage this property. That's highly unusual, quite frankly. Most most developers are how many units can we, how many lots can we, and all that kind of stuff. So that wasn't our focus. So that's how it got started, and there's lots of side stories to it. And uh, Nick, Nicholas, although he's you know, fabulous businessman, was not our first choice. Uh, we were wanting to work with the Crenshaw firm, of course. Ben was still playing at the time. He wanted a second master's in 95, so I met him like in 91 or 2, went involved in the turf grass business with him in Austin. And he and Bill Core were just getting started, and they were doing one, maybe two a year. Again, the emotion thing keeps coming back with Mr. Limbaugh. It always surfaces, and it's like, should I wait until he stops playing? Who knows when that would be, and we can do a project together, which would be unbelievable, you know, business associates and then friends as well. What, what would the market be like at that point in time? So that was the first decision. So C.J. McKinney, who was involved with Crenshaw Golf at the time, we talked a long time about that. And he said, well, they've, they've got a, a contract for a project on Long Island, waiting on permitting. And if that doesn't come through, we can jump in and do this like right now, like in 2000. And I thought about it, thought about it, and I said, well, let's, let's go. We backed into the, the Nicholas firm, and Jack was turning 60 to come in January. So Tim Canny was running uh, Nicholas Golf. And so their business model was changing. We're going to readjust the signature fees, drive business to the boys, and that's our plan going forward. And where do we fit in this? So we haven't figured it out yet. I said, well, we're ready to go. We picked Gary to work with. He was playing on the tour at the time. We thought if the project worked good and his career ended up being pretty good, that could be a good mix. As things turn out, we ended up with a, with a fabulous facility, and, and he lost in the playoff to Mickelson and Mickelson in Atlanta, and that was the, kind of the beginning of the end for, for Gary's career. But what a great guy! We hit it off. Our personalities blended, and we did some some really really good things at the club. So, Cord, we'll wrap up uh, this segment with you, and then we're going to visit with Bernie Federko. If you were to describe your facility 
to someone here in St. Louis or anywhere where they're listening uh, to golf with Jay Delsing, how would you describe it? There's a lot of great golf uh, in Missouri, in, in the Midwest, and we're one of them. We're very proud of that. I think the distinguishing factor is I don't want to be too spiritual and say it's a step back in time, but it kind of is. We don't have swimming pools and flowers and fountains and all that. It's just pure golf. It's a golf club. No tennis, none of that stuff. We've got a, a, a good place to eat, uh, nice places to stay, and a great place to play golf. The camaraderie there is unlike any place else. Nobody asks you who you are, what you do, where you've been, and, and you could be next to God, well, Bernie's been down there to play, and people like Morgan Freeman come into play and, and other people of that notoriety, and they just blend, and that's why they come back because in, in, in the bigger metropolitan areas, they – it's a picture, it's a handshake, it's a photo, it's a signature. We don't get that at Dalhousie. So. Pretty well put. That's a special place, Cord. Congratulations, and got to get down there. Absolutely. I've been down there. Actually, I'm a member. I'm wearing the Dalhousie yeah. cap, so yeah. I get the chance to see Cord probably a couple of times during sure. the summer, and it's, it's been a wonderful experience, and thanks for coming into yeah, Wild Crush. Glad to do it. Thanks for inviting me. You got it. All That's right. Cord Dombrowski, the founder of Dalhousie Golf Club located in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. We're going to visit with Bernie Federko here in just a moment, but first, our tip of the cap. What do you got, Jay? Our tip of the cap is brought to you by by the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, 314-966-0303. Our buddy Colin Burnt, fantastic guy, supporter of the show, supporter of the game of golf. We're tipping our cap today, Danny, to the golf course designers, the the, the Nicholas family in particular, building this gem uh, that's in our state that's a national golf club that gives us this opportunity to go down there and 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 get to play a, a, a nicholas golf course on a fantastic piece of property and you also have the the other desires the fazios the crenshaw coors the herzog the uh, herzog fry the weisskopf all those guys but we're tipping it to the nicholas family and, and his design at dalhousie all right that's uh, jay delsing i'm dan mclaughlin coming up we'll visit with bernie federko we're coming to you from wild crush and this is golf with jay delsing presented by darty business solutions that was on the range with jay delsing for news on the latest golf equipment tips and to ask jay a question log on to jdelsinggolf.com coming up it's the front nine on golf with jay delsing Darty Business Solutions, the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show, is a leader in our community in so many areas. Do they have over 2,500 teammates in over 30 states and three countries? Yes, they do. Are they the largest IT consulting firm in our area? Yes, they are. Are they the largest software developer in the St. Louis region? Of course they are. But here are a few other important things to know about Doherty Business Solutions. They are the presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. They are the presenting sponsor and were the first presenting sponsor of the Advocate Professional Golfers event at Glen Echo that will be held there this year as well. They are also the founders of Access Point. This is a community game changer. It builds diversity in the IT workforce. Hundreds of mostly African-American women are getting fifty dollars to $60,000 a year jobs right out of high school. That's right, right out of high school. Ron Darty, company founder, chaired the 2023 Heart Ball this year. It supported the local American Heart Association chapters and raised over $600,000 in one evening. These are more examples of the many things that Darty Business Solutions does in our community. 
The official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show is the Dean Team. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They provide me, Pearlie, and our families with all of our cars. The reason we went with the Dean Team is because we could trust them. We knew at the Dean Team they were going to take care of us, and they have. They made the entire car buying experience so simple. It was more than just simply selling us a vehicle. The Dean Team made our car buying experience seamless and enjoyable throughout that entire process. The Dean Team has the complete car buying steps done before you head into their showroom. They're ready to answer all your questions and set your mind at ease when buying a vehicle. At the Dean Team, they offer new, pre-owned, and all the services included with your Dean Team purchase. When you're with the Dean Team, they become lifelong friends. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, located on Manchester Road in Kirkwood. The Dean Team. The Legends of Golf return to St. Louis in 2023. You won't want to miss one of the strongest fields in golf. Ernie Els, Steve Stricker, Bernard Longer, John Daly, and many more when they compete for the 2023 Ascension Charity Classic title, September 5th through the 10th at historic Norwood Hills Country Club. All proceeds benefit area charities. Together, we were able to donate over $1 million to those most in need last year. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. Hi, this is Peter Jacobson, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Hey St. Louis, Delsing here. Call Redbird Heating and Cooling or visit them on the web at redbirdhvac.com to become part of their team. They offer great pay and the opportunity to become a licensed HVAC specialist while you work for them. This is a fantastic opportunity to earn a great wage. Don't wait. Call them today. 314-320-9507. That's 314-320-9507. Redbird Heating and Cooling. This is the Front Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is presented by the Ascension Charity Classic, September 5th through the 10th at Norwood Hills Country Club. Find out more at ascensioncharityclassic.com. Golf with Jay Delsing presented by Darty Business Solutions as we come to you from Wild Crush, which is located in the heart of town and country, along with Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin, and it is our pleasure to visit with one of the all-time greats in St. Louis sports, and that is Hockey Hall of Famer, Bernie Federko. Great to see you, Bernie. Great to see you guys. Always a pleasure. Bernie, one of the true best times of my life was when you got inducted into the Hall of Fame in Toronto. That trip, we probably all should have gone straight to Betty Ford straight after that. I, I don't think, but, but and I, honestly, I know someone told me this at the time, but they don't believe they've ever had any inductee have more people rep- no, present. Never, ha- never happened, Jay. There was, we had over, a, what, I think we had 110 people <laughs> at the... Uh, um, at the well, we had the it was all week basically. It started and we just kept going and it was fun and it was it was one of those things that um, 
I would have never expected that many people to come, but it, it was it was it was it was something that I look at. It was more fun having everybody there than anything. Uh, the, the you take the ceremony everything away. It was just having the friends and relatives there that made it more. Bernie, more the more first fun. night, I think it was in between the first and second period of the Leaf and the Montreal Canadian game. You guys got announced. I think that was the yes. first night. Or the second, yes. but I was in the game, and I'll never forget. It, the impact of being a, a Canadian and, and a member of the NHL Hall of Fame, that I, I looked around and people were in awe. I mean, because hockey is so important in Canada and it probably didn't get as much appreciation down here. But I sat there, every single kid at that, at that rink was just, their mouth was sitting open and watching you and John Bellevue and all of the guys that walked out on the ice at night, amazing. Well, I was as amazed as they were, as the kids were, trust me. I mean, I was standing on the ice and, yeah, Jean Belleville, who's my childhood uh, hero, um, I wore number four all my, my life there in Foam Lake uh, as a kid. I wanted to be Jean Belleville, and for him to be standing right next to me uh, was a really uh, special, special moment. And, um, you know, it's a long time ago. It's over 20 years ago now, which is, is hard to believe that it's that long ago. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll never trade in the memory of that for, for anything that I have. Now, Bernie, don't get mad at me, but unfortunately, playing for the Blues sometimes, you had the golf clubs out by this time uh, <laughs> yeah. of the year. So how much has golf been a part of your life, uh, whether it was playing uh, hockey and, and running into the summers or, you know what, now that's uh, post-playing career gives you some competition? You know, it's kind of been a part of my life the whole time. I mean, we had a little nine-hole course in, in Fishing Lake, which is about uh, 10 miles north of Foam Lake, and that was kind of the that was our country club, and it was the, the old the little sand greens, and when they were oiled down, you had the, the big, uh, I don't even know, metal rod that you pulled it when you were putting, and the greens were maybe eight by ten, so, uh, it, but it was something, I mean, it, it was a summertime thing, and, you know, in a little town, you didn't have much to do, so uh, once I was able to drive, uh, it was good, because we could go get and jump in the car and go to the lake and, and play nine holes of golf, or play 18 if we could, and hang around, so golf was always been uh, something that I really enjoyed, and of course, I, I think it's just a hockey thing, the off season is in the summer, so you play golf, and in the summertime, because you're done with hockey between training or whatever it is, and we didn't train that much like the kids do now. Uh, it was a full-time job uh, for the kids now when, when they're getting ready to, to, to go to camp, and it's not for us. It was when the day of the season ended, that was it. We were in, uh, uh, I guess, golf mode, party mode, whatever we could do. We, we just had fun doing it. So I always enjoyed the game, and, and I've really carried that through uh, my life, being able to, to play the golf. I mean, I, I think there is some type of... Um, correlation between golf and hockey I mean you know the you know the puck is in between you know your stance just like golf is so there's a lot of similarities so uh, and then you know I got to meet Jay and all of a sudden I started doing more things I got the caddy for him and this and that's so what it became more and more fun and that's why I think golf is, is so special for all hockey players now did he help you as a caddy Oh, hell yeah. We oh, went to, how about the trip that we made down to uh, Valhalla? And I was, I think I was first alternate or second alternate at the PGA Championship. But we sat out there and watched Tiger Woods give that clinic, and he was dissing Lanny Watkins. I don't know if you remember I that. But I remember all that. Bernie and I were standing out there, and Tiger was, hell, he was just a baby at the time. Mm -hmm. and, and, um, and the first thing, Tiger gets on the, the, the practice tee, and Lanny was just chirpy, chirpy. And, and Tiger's like, man, you talk a lot. And Tiger's, <laughs> and Tiger's like, I'm just going to hit some shots. And it was impressive. I bet it was. I want to go back to what you were talking about, Bernie, just for a second. And the swing, 
of a golfer as it pertains to a slap shot in hockey. And maybe some of the similarities, if there are any, but, I mean, you watch hockey players, man, they can hit the heck out of a, out of a golf ball. Yeah, I think there's some. I mean, obviously, it's, a, you know, transfer of, of weight from one side to the other. I mean, I think that's part of it. Uh, uh, I think positioning of the puck and the ball at the same time, trying to follow through with a, you know, with a slap shot. I mean, you're getting your, you know, your your backs, your, your back swing, and then of course following through. The, the higher you follow through, the higher the puck goes. So, uh, kind of the same things that uh, I think you um, you understand that you have to have your kind of your head still. You, you can't have motion there because if you do, you're going to miss the puck. I mean, we don't really uh, guys don't really have to look in the you know you have to, I mean guys putt without looking at the ball. So a lot of guys, you know, with the, the really good players, the defensive will shoot the puck with their head up because they're looking not only at the net, but they're looking to, to, to make that play as well. But for the most part, you have your head down when you're stopping the puck. So it's kind of the same thing as when you're hitting the golf ball. So there are a lot of similarities. And I think it makes the game a little easier for us because, it, it you know, it's transfer weight and all that stuff. I mean, I play hockey left-handed and I play golf right-handed. So mm. it's a little different. But, I mean, no one really had left-handed golf clubs when, when we started. So you just played because you were left, you played played right because that's the only club you could get. Bernard, the, the one that's thing that funny. I try to tell people I know, and now I, I think I saw something 45% of all left-handed clubs made in the world go to Canada because there's so many left-handers up there. But the lower body motion with a slap shot and golf are so similar yeah. because it leads and it's, like you said, the weight transfer and that moving the hips in front that creates that torque that right. the kids not only in the golfers hit the ball so ridiculously far but the hockey players can shoot the puck you know in the new sticks that have come out with the they're kind of titanium and all that it's just crazy it is and you don't have to be big anymore i mean i mean i think you know when you watch al mckinnis shoot the puck i mean he shot it as hard as anybody and al's really not that big a guy but i mean you look at Cairo now how well he shoots it but it is it's the torque on and i mean the golf clubs we talk about all the time i mean um all the old guys talk about how far the ball goes i mean i haven't found out I mean, when you got my clubs changed out different shafts and then all of a sudden now i mean i was losing so much distance with my irons and all of a sudden now i'm hitting my irons as well as, as the same distance as i was hitting them you know 10 years ago so it, it is i mean technology is absolutely amazing i don't know how you played the game on ice it's just ridiculous but did you ever think a game could be so hard with the ball not moving no no i mean there's still to me is that uh, as we were just talking i mean my game uh i've never really get to play golf this early because we've been always some you know with the playoffs we've been playing and so now all of a sudden the last couple of weeks i've played more golf now than i have probably in april and for for years but um you know i started out good i think my concentration is better i think i do more and more of the right things and then all of a sudden you start thinking you're going to be a little better and then all of a sudden it goes way down the tube so uh, I, I love it but it, it is the hardest hardest game by far I mean there's I mean it's a mental game but it's it's way too hard to play to, to, to keep scoring well you knew my dad so well and and I was always taught the hardest thing in all sports was to try to hit a baseball moving round ball with a round bat and then my dad played golf and I said dad you know what do you think? It's, and he, he he still wanted to, he still held out for baseball, but I I watched him struggle with that golf club in his hand. Absolutely, because you're not used to. I mean, it's something that's so different. I mean, when you grow up, I mean, I guess for the the earlier you get kids involved with golf, now the better it is because then they kind of learn and they, they get better and better. But uh, when you as an as an older person, you start picking up, it's very difficult. How about Mike Weir? What did he mean to? the country of Canada and all the winning and the majors and competing and winning. What did Mike Weir mean for Canada? Well, it's like everything else. I mean, when we talk about what Brett Hull did in St. Louis here, what Wayne Gretzky did to hockey in the United States, I mean, it, it's, it's that 
breath of fresh air is that uh, you don't hear about. I mean, there was, uh, Jay, the, who's the Canadian original golfer? There was pretty Mo good Nor- Mo- Mo- No, no uh, but the guy that was playing George on the George Newson. Tr- George, George Newson, Newson yeah. hit but, a wonderful right, swing. Right, but, but, but Mo, yeah, Mo Norman, that's, I mean, that's a great story reading all that stuff. But uh, I think what Mike did, I mean, everybody knows what the Masters is. I mean, the Masters, I mean, of all the majors, even the Masters is, 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 is that one that everybody just dreams of the green jacket and stuff. For Mike to win that, uh, that put golf to a whole new level in, in, in Canada. I mean, unfortunately in Canada, uh, it's winter for <laughs> seven or eight months. So limited not time a lot of time. Very limited play. But I, I think like what Brett did here or what Gretz did here is that uh, golf, I think, became much more popular because of, of Mike winning the uh, the Masters. That's Bernie Federico, the Hockey Hall of Famer, Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. This is Golf with Jay Delsing, originating from Wild Crush, located in the heart of town and country. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the Blues winning the Stanley Cup. One of the amazing runs we've had in sports here in St. Louis. Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Darty Business Solutions. That was the front nine, presented by the Ascension Charity Classic. Coming up, it's the back nine and more of golf with Jay Delsing. Darty Business Solutions, the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show, is a leader in our community in so many areas. Do they have over 2,500 teammates in over 30 states? and three countries? Yes, they do. Are they the largest IT consulting firm in our area? Yes, they are. Are they the largest software developer in the St. Louis region? Of course they are. But here are a few other important things to know about Doherty Business Solutions. They are the presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. They are the presenting sponsor and were the first presenting sponsor of the Advocate Professional Golfers event at Glen Echo that will be held there this year as well. They are also the founders of Access Point. This is a community game changer. It builds diversity in the IT workforce. Hundreds of mostly African-American women are getting fifty dollars to $60,000 a year jobs right out of high school. That's right, right out of high school. Ron Darty, company founder, chaired the 2023 Heart Ball this year. It supported the local American Heart Association chapters and raised over $600,000 in one evening. These are more examples of the many things that Darty Business Solutions does in our community. Hello, friends. This is Jim Nance, and you are listening to Golf with my friend, Jay Delson. Powers Insurance and Risk Management combines 200 years of experience and cutting-edge products to deliver exceptional service, value, and clarity to their clients. Powers Insurance will deliver the highest quality property and casual insurance programs and strategic planning consultation services in the industry. Insurance can be overwhelming and confusing. It can be tough to understand. Powers Insurance simplifies it for you and your business. Powers Insurance and Risk Management will partner with you by providing ongoing assistance, consultation, and service that will help you control your insurance expenses and your workplace safety. Find out how Powers Insurance can help you. Visit powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com. The legends of golf return to St. Louis in 2023. You won't want to miss one of the strongest fields in golf. 
Ernie Els, Steve Stricker, Bernard Longer, John Daly, and many more when they compete for the 2023 Ascension Charity Classic title, September 5th through the 10th at historic Norwood Hills Country Club. All proceeds benefit area charities. Together, we were able to donate over $1 million to those most in need last year. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. Hey, Delsing here, and my show Golf with Jay Delsing is brought to you, as always, by Darty Business Solutions. It's Golf with Jay Delsing, Sunday mornings at 9 for all your golf needs. Reach me at jdelsinggolf.com. This is Jay Delsing. Did you know that Marcone is the largest authorized appliance parts distributor in the world? That's right, the largest in the world. Did you know that Marcone is based right here in our backyard of St. Louis, Missouri? Well, that's pretty impressive. What's more impressive is the way that they give back to the St. Louis community and our region. CEO Jim Sowers has donated service dogs to the wounded servicemen and women of our armed forces. Suites at St. Louis Blues Games have been donated and auctioned off in which all proceeds were given to the backstoppers. Then there was the Marcone Police and Firefighters Viewing Deck at the Ascension Charity Classic this past year. It was a huge success. So much so that it's being implemented on other tour stops around on the PGA Tour. To Jim Sowers and his incredible team at Marcone, we want to say thank you. Thank you, Marcone, a proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. To connect with Jay, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. You'll see the latest in equipment, find the latest innovations in golf, and get tips from a PGA professional. That's jdelsinggolf.com. This is the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is presented by Pro-Am Golf, located in Brentwood. See what Pro-Am Golf can do for you. The Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Doherty Business Solutions. Earlier in our show, Cord Dombrowski was our guest, founder of Dalhousie. Now we have Bernie Federko, Hockey Hall of Famer, Jay Delsing, Dan McLaughlin. We're coming to you from Wild Crush, located in Town & Country. I tease the fact that the Blues won the Stanley Cup 2019. You have a big old fat ring as a part of that, which is pretty cool. I know you weren't on the ice to help win it, but yet... You represent, I think, what so many people loved, whether it was Bob Plager, Bernie Federko, those guys that gave their blood, sweat, and tears to this organization. And for you guys to see that come to fruition, what was it like for Bernie Federko? It was a real honor, Dan. I mean, there's no question about it. I mean, yes, you said it all. I said I never wanted playing. And I mean, I think the guys that win it are the only guys that really are responsible for wearing the ring, uh, lifting the cup. But uh, to be a part of it and, and to see it, I mean, we, we tried as players. That was... Um, we wanted to win the cup. That's the first thing you want to do is when you come into the NHL, you want to play your first game. And then your dream is not to just play in the NHL, but to, to win the, the Stanley Cup. And it took a long time and there was a lot of perseverance from, from the management. Uh, I think the ownership group did an unbelievable uh, thing by, by saying, hey, we're going to get together. We're going to do whatever it takes to win. And you have to give Tom Stillman's group an awful lot of credit with it. But uh, everything has to fall into place too, Danny. We all know that. I mean, you don't win by being the best team. You win by being the best team that plays the best and gets the best bounces and gets the save at the right time. And I think we saw Bennington do that. 
Uh, we saw the leadership of Ryan O'Reilly. We saw all kinds of little things happen during the playoffs. And, and just to be a part of it, to be in Boston, uh, to finally see the cup uh, get lifted and get down there and lift it for myself, uh, it was a very, very special, special moment. And, and I'll, it's something that um, I still, you know, I've got the ring at home and I, you know, it's locked up and, and I don't see it very often. Maybe once a year we pull it out maybe at the start of the, the season. But uh, I, I'm very honored that the Blues included us and, and did give us the ring. And, and uh, it's, it's very, very uh, amazing. And it still blows my mind that we actually uh, have that. Because you look back four years ago right now, it's, it's a long time. But it, it's, it was a long time coming and it's still amazing. Well, Jay, it's well-deserved, too, that he gets that ring. Oh, 100%. And, and Bernie, we had... Danny and I have had Curtis Strange on the show and Andy North and Tom Watson, Lee Trevino, and these guys all talked about when we were kids, I had a putt to win the U.S. Open every single day that I played. Every I was playing with my mom's clubs and a golf course that's not even talking, we shouldn't even talk about, especially when we have something like Dalhousie on the show now. And, and what's that like for you? I mean, first of all, I want to hear what it was like growing up and and dreaming like that. And then original six in the in Boston garden and getting that cup. I mean, yeah. I mean, the whole thing is that I think the disappointment is that when you play your entire career and you don't win, um, you know, you, and, and, we hockey players are, are we're, we're very uh, uh, set in our ways and, and, and we're very, uh, <laughs> I don't want to call it superstitious, but uh, if you don't win it, it's not yours to pick up. I mean, I've been around the Stanley Cup for years and years, you know, through the Hall of Fame stuff that we do and the cup's always there. I uh, never, ever touched it. I mean, I took pictures with it, but I never laid hands on it. And it was that night in Boston uh, that I was able to actually touch it and hold it up for the first time because I felt that, uh, yeah, this was something that I, I, I've worked for. I, I didn't deserve to get it right there because I wasn't on the ice to do it. And I still only believe it was the guys, but I'm part of the organization, and I felt that this was the time that I actually could do that. And it was, it was a thrill. It really was, Jay. I mean, uh, the same thing is what you just talked about. You, you, it's the, you know, the seventh game of the Stanley Cup, and you got a breakaway, you get a penalty shot. That's what you always did. We played. You talked about it as a kid. You were on uh, the ice, and every time that you were in a game, you were thinking, this is the game that's the seventh game of the Stanley Cup final, and I'm going to win this, the, the game-winning goal or score the game-winning goal. So these are the things you always think, and then all of a sudden it happened, and, and then you can't believe that it happened. And uh, I still, it's, you got to pinch yourself to know uh, that, you know, the cup was at our house, the cup was in the backyard. The cup, that's what I wanted yeah, to ask. That's What'd just you, amazing. Yeah, that, that was amazing. What would you do with it? Because, and also describe, did you get 24 hours with the cup, or what did you get? No, we've, we got a half day, basically. Okay. And it turned out to not to be a half day. It turned turned out to be we got the cup that arrived at our house what about five o'clock and we had just friends and just and, like yeah. just like he would do yeah, he had a yeah. he had we a had backyard yeah, we had 100 and some people <laughs> in the backyard and we just we amazing. Had just had a blast i mean we had food trucks and we had poutine we had to have poutine we had the canadian poutine <laughs> uh, rice and gravy and cheese and then we had no we had a whole bunch of Bud That's Light, awesome. and <laughs> we That's we great. had a, we had a lot of we smoked a bunch of cigars. In fact, our picture even got in the uh, the Cigar Aficionado magazine with the cup. Oh, that's uh, great! Later on, three or four months later, but it, it was really a uh, 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 Danny was it was the anticipation was what really freaked me out. Is that you know we were with the cup all week until you know when when they won it, and this was until August. And now it's in August, and now the cup is coming to our house. And the friends and the, the family that came by, 
they could not hard, wait, wait to get their hands on it and actually take a picture with it, Danny. So it was like it was like a religious moment, and it was really uh, it, it was so much fun. I, I look back that as as a, one of the nicest uh, evenings that we've ever spent. And it was all with our friends, and that's what makes it more important. You know, Bernie, for for somebody that grew up here like Danny and I did, and and I know that you weren't really on the ice with that team, but it wouldn't be right for you not to be part of this 100%. thing. I mean, what you did and the fact that you and Berna have lived here your entire career. Now you do, I mean, countless charitable things, golf tournaments. You guys are, one of the things that's amazing, we, we had Ozzie Smith in the other day. We got Hall of Famers just, just come in and sit down and yeah, I'll come by and we'll talk on the show a little bit. That doesn't happen all, all around the country. Well, it was, you know what, for me, it was the look on Bobby Plager's face too. I mean, Bobby was, you know, my, he was, he was one of the leaders, you know, he was the one that showed us him and Barkley and for Bobby to be in Boston too. I mean, Bobby didn't even watch the game. He paced, he can't, even look at they couldn't look at the game. I thought that was hilarious. It, it was. It, I mean, he, he every night, hey, Bobby, come on, relax. You know what? Just watch. But it, that's what I was really special to me to be able to see Bobby uh, get fulfilled that dream too. It was Bobby played in three Cup finals back in you know in the in the sixties, and for him to be able to you know be there and 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 hoist the cup, it, it was a really special moment. Did you have a favorite moment of that Cup run? Was there a game or a moment that stood out for you? Um. Well, the moment that stood out for us is that we were so excited that we were all excited about Game Six that the cup was going to be hoisted. I was there. <laughs> oh, was so man, that was so and Danny, disappointing. That's the whole thing is that it was so disappointing because the kids were like, "Okay, we already knew the kids knew that they could come on the ice and and all that." I mean, uh, you know, there are daughter in laws that were like, "Wow, we're going to get to go." Out. Yeah, this is something special. That, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> they, they got blown out. There was a stinker. Out, dude. We had so, a stinker. So yeah. I, I, you know what? I, I think Danny the the, the this is funny. The moment that I cherished the most was, and, and I'll, I'll say something first and then I'll go back to that, but we got on the plane to go to Boston for game one. And when I sat down, I was talking to Tom Stillman. I said, you know, Tom, wouldn't this be great if this goes seven games and at the end of the seven games, the Blues, you guys, we win the cup in Boston and then we get to have the cup back on the plane with us for three hours where no one else can do anything with it. Well, Tom goes, oh, that's a good idea, but no, let's not wait seven games. Let's, <laughs> let's do this, wrap this up. Well, you know what? So go full circle to the seventh game. We get on that plane. When we finally got on with the cup, uh, it was the most amazing. That was probably the, the neatest great. moment. You know what? Uh, you know, the goal, of course, you know, when, when, when we made it, when, when the, it was like a 2-1 game, and all of a sudden when it became 3-1, then as soon as I, I said that, the, the, the third goal, the, the, really the fourth goal of the game is going to be the difference maker. So if they get make it 2-2, then we got a game here. But when the Blues made it 3-1, then I, I figured it was over. Bernie, I'll never forget this. I was watching Game Seven, and there's we're winning four to one, and there's less than a minute left. And I call my brother, and you know Bart Dunn, yeah. and he's just a huge fan of yours and a St. Louis Blues fan. And he goes, "What are you doing?" And I said, "We're winning the cup. Are you kidding me?" He goes, "There's." 55 seconds left and he hangs the phone up. He's like, you're not going to screw this up. And I'm like, three yeah, goals in 55 when, seconds? When, when it got to three to one, I, I, that's when we, even Bobby relaxed a little bit because, you know, we knew, okay, well, they're not going to score two goals last, although they've done that before because they did that. I would go back three or four years ago against Toronto. Toronto was up by two goals and what, Boston scored two in the last minute and then ended up scoring in the game, winning the goal. And Toronto, I mean, finally they won a, a, a round. I mean, finally the, the Leafs have got something to cheer about. Is there, uh, let's go back to golf just for a second here. 
Is there a golfer that you'll stop and watch as a professional athlete? You were at the highest of the highs. You're a Hall of Famer. And I always find it interesting because some Hall of Famers like, eh, you know, whatever. But is there somebody in golf that you'll sit? This is a golf show, by the way. So (laughs) is there a a golfer that you'll stop and watch and just say, I'm going to spend three, four hours and watch this guy play? I like, I really like, all the golfers are good. I'm I'm a believer in personality, and I love watching Rory McIlroy because he's got a personality. I mean, he's you know, and I love what they've started doing now. They, they're giving guys mics, and the guys are actually walking up. And I mean, Rory was in the middle of a tournament there, and Augusta, at Augusta, at and he is yeah, and he's walking up the ninth hole talking to the commentary. I mean, I, I'm saying this is and, and that's the type of guy. I like to watch. I mean, Danny, it's not, I mean, I don't like to, there's too many guys that are into the no personality. They're, you know what, they're, they're me- mechanical. That's all they are. They're like robots. I like the guys that still go out there, play golf, have fun, you know, say the right thing. And then, you know what, if someone says something, they, you know, you, I love when watching the guys walk up the fairway together and they're, they're chit chat and they're talking and laughing. And then that's what, I mean, they do this every day it's like we played we did it every day of our lives i mean you 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 sat on the bench we didn't talk hockey on the bench all the time we talked about something if you want because this is what we did bernie and it's like you were saying uh off the air about how with all of the developed hockey programs you wind up knowing the guys you're playing with for 10 5 10 15 years or something like that it's the same way it's the same way in golf and we had curtis strange on and he said the same thing this is a great thing for golf today but he would never do it because he was like this is going to disrupt me it's going to interrupt my concentration or something and it's you know it's and it shouldn't. I mean, I mean, but everybody's got to. I mean, game, I mean, I think golf much more mental than, than hockey is. But I mean, I think obviously if you get out of your game plan, and if your game plan is to be quiet, you got to be quiet. But I, I don't like the quiet guys. I like the guys that, 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 <laughs> that are not quiet. quiet though, no, I'm, I'm not. I never was quiet. I, I, and I still I love playing golf, but I like the social part of it. It's 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 fun to chit chat you know what it's fun to make a bet or whatever it is and you know would get on someone's case and uh, you know uh, an air press or something absolutely they're all fun it's all fun stuff so we're going to go to the 19th hole in just a moment let's wrap it up with bernie federico what are you most proud of uh from your career and it could be the fact that you got three beautiful children beautiful wife now grandchildren but as you look back in your life right now, and you got a long ways to go, so that's I hope, okay. I hope. you got a long ways to go. <laughs> but at this point, what are you most proud of? Well, Danny, I'm, I'm just most proud that I've been able to stay a part of the St. Louis community for this long. I mean, you know, I came here in 1976. Uh, uh, you know, Bernadette came a year later, and we got married, and, you know, we've had our three kids raised uh, here in, in St. Louis. They all, luckily, we have all three of them. We now, as you said, we have two of them are married. We have two granddaughters now. So I'm just proud that I've been able to be a part of not only St. Louis, but the Blues have given the opportunity. I mean, went to Detroit for a year and then, you know, came back and, and, and really been part of the telecast and all that now for the last, what, 20 some years now. So I'm just, I, I'm just, everything I have in my life is because of the game of hockey. You know, I um, would have never dreamed that, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I dreamed of all this, but dreams don't really always come to reality. So the reality that I have now that I've been able to be here this long and to be re- so given so much by, by the St. Louis people. I mean, I, I can't say enough about the people that live in St. Louis. I mean, all of us with the alumni, we, we've been so lucky that the, the people have taken us into their community, into their homes, and now we're a part of that community. And I, and I think that's what uh, I'm most proud of is that 
that Bernadette and I and the, and the boys, this is St. Louis is our home and this will always be our home. You're the best, Bernie. Thanks for coming in. And uh, I know, Jay, I'm speaking on behalf of you. We love Bernie. Bernie's the best. The best. Hall, the of, fame, Hall best. of Fame hockey player. Guys, I love you guys the same. So I mean, it's always a pleasure to be one with you guys. That's Bernie Federko, the Hockey Hall of Famer from the St. Louis Blues. And coming up, it's the 19th hold. This is Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Doherty Business Solutions. This has been the Back Nine, presented by Pro-Am Golf. We'll make the turn into the clubhouse and head into the 19th hole. That's next on Golf with Jay Delsing. Delsing here, and since 1975, Tom DeGrand and his children have founded and run the top golf store in all of St. Louis. It's located on South Brentwood. The DeGrants and Pro-Am Golf Centers have been helping all of St. Louis play better golf through better equipment, lessons on the indoor simulators, and by getting you fitted using the state-of-the-art technology. Call 314-647-8054 and set up your personal fitting with CJ. He's the best, and he will help you find the right equipment that's perfect for your game. For nearly 50 years, St. Louis has trusted their games to Pro-Am Golf. Don't you think it's time to take your game to the next level? Call 314-647-8054 or visit them on the web at ProAmGolfUSA.com. It's Pro-Am Golf. Hey, this is Jay Delsing for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. SSM Health Physical Therapy has the Titleist Performance Institute trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screening on you as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. Proper posture, alignment, etc. can help you keep your game right down the middle. We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. This is Paul Lazinger, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Hey guys, Jay Delsing here, and listen up. Remember this name, Redbird Heating and Cooling. That's Redbird Heating and Cooling, 314-320-9507. This is a family-owned and operated St. Louis business. Owner and CEO Jed Dickinson leads their apprenticeship program called the Veterans Vocational. He will teach and sign off on educational and mechanical work hours while you get licensed, as you get paid working for the company. That's Redbird Heating and Cooling, 314 314- 320-9507 or redbirdhvac.com. Start your new career as a licensed HVAC specialist with Redbird Heating and Cooling. This is Golf with Jay Delsing, and let's head to the 19th hole. The 19th hole on Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Doherty Business Solutions. We're at Wild Crush, located in the heart of town and country. And our thanks to Cord Dombrowski, the founder of Dalhousie Golf Club, also Hockey Hall of Famer Bernie Federko. And man, was that fun. 19th hole, also presented by the Gateway Section of the PGA. Wonderful to visit with those two guys. I mean, you think about the memories that we had with Bernie, the blues. We've been watching Bernie since we were kids and I mean it's just absolutely fantastic and then 
we've got a national golf club here in our backyard and in, in, down at in Cape Girardeau that is shoot it's it's world renowned i guarantee you they have they have members so court said over 700 members i know that they have some from out of the country it, it's 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 awesome and you know danny we talked about this last week but the global pandemic has just taken our game to a different spot and who would have thought something like that would have such an impact on our game absolutely i told cord that i'm a member which he knows and i had a chance to multiple times to take my my son down there and a nephew and a buddy stay overnight and the accommodations were incredible so i would encourage anybody here in st louis take a day trip take a night trip and take in what they have to offer at dalhousie it's a golf club yes you're playing golf you're getting treated well bill morrow down there is a rock star he knows how to take care of you plus golf man you you know you wake up you're thinking golf they're cutting the grass you get to smell all that stuff i just love that i love bernie federko one of my best friends in the world i know you feel the same way and the thing i was so excited about when i saw the blues win the cup and he mentioned it but i thought about bernie federko i thought about bobby plager i thought about barkley plager and i thought about all these guys that kind of laid the foundation to make hockey what it is here in st louis no no question and we would that team would have been would they wouldn't be anywhere close to where they where they the heights that they achieved without guys like Bernie, Bobby, Barkley, all of those guys that did such oh man, just just growing that sport in the in in town here and now you know, we win the cup. I would never thought we were ever gonna see that, Danny. Now Bernie can play a little bit. How many shots do you give him? Uh I'll give Bernie, let's see, the last time Bernie and I played, I think well, so ever since I've known Bernie, he's always been a single digit handicap. Legit you know, hall, hall of fame hands. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'd say we we um I'd I'd give him probably three aside. Three aside. That's three it. Aside. Yeah. You well, played in over seven hundred PGA tour yeah, events. I don't like to lose, man. I don't want to lose to him. Bernie is over there without a microphone. He said, "That's not right." Good, we unplugged his mic. He's out of here. He doesn't get the cover. He, he doesn't get a conversation. He doesn't get to be in this conversation now. So for Cord and for Bernie, uh, thanks for being part of the show. And and uh, I know that we do this every Sunday. It's always fun to do it. And tell us about Wild Crush here in town and country. Yeah. So we're my my partner Karen Paslowski and I opened Wild Crush uh, November of. 2021 right in the heart of covid and uh we actually are 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 doing really well it's it's been a a struggle on, on a lot of different fronts just because of the timing and everything of it but we're in a beautiful location bob brinkman's built a, a a fantastic building here we've got a great patio i'm extremely partial but there's a lake and a waterfall and 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 things in the back and and really what I'm proud of is our staff. We have Emily here today. We have Lindsay here today, but they're, they got to treat you with kindness and do whatever they can to make your stay special. And I know you do a lot of private parties here too. We really have. We've, we've had Lexi Pazlowski, Karen's daughter is our managing partner and uh, events coordinator and manager. And she's world-class at this stuff. And so our first year we did well over a hundred and this year we're going to do more. Awesome. Great stuff. Jay Bird, always fun. Danny, thanks for being with us. And how do we end it? Hit him straight, St. Louis. Bernie, what does it mean to you, not only to go in with these guys, but also you have a great connection to the history of the Blues with, of course, the Plager brothers and Gary and my dad. I know you didn't play for Scotty, but, you know, you're unique in that you have a connection to almost every guy that's inducted this year. And Bobby Gassoff, of course. Yeah, John, you know, I feel very, very fortunate. I mean, this is a great honor, obviously, to be going in with everybody that is going in this year. I mean, this is a special honor, uh, 
for the St. Louis Blues. I mean, um, I came here as a 20-year-old. I didn't know much about St. Louis and uh, got to play with uh, right off the bat with Red and and with uh, Gary. And uh, I got sent down to the minors, which was probably the greatest things that ever happened to me because I got to play with Barkley Player. Bark was coaching down there, and uh, he gave us the evil eye that you play it his way and you play for the team or you don't play at all. So uh, it was a very, very special time for me to get to know Bark, and I still look at the Bark was the greatest moment in my life uh, to be able to uh, learn under him and, and really be coached under him. And he, he was playing at the same time. He was a player coach. So um, just to be still in St. Louis after all these years, John, it's 47 years now. I, I mean, I've, uh, it's, it's, I can't say enough about the city. Um, my wife and the boys have all been born and raised here. And, and it's been a very, very special time for us. And I can't be more proud to be a member of the Blues Hall of Fame. Yeah, and you, you've always represented the Blues in a first-class way, Bernie, and we certainly appreciate that. What did it mean to you, and I know your first couple of years in St. Louis were challenging. The Blues were a rebuilding team, and they had different coaches, and, you know, Barkley was your coach, and then Red, and then it finally culminated really in 80-81 when your team had 107 points and went to the second round. It must have been really rewarding for a young guy and your team to finally break through in 80-81. Yeah, it was tough. You know what, to start, I mean, my first year, I ended up call getting called up in February, and we ended up um, winning the division. I, I was only here for a couple of months. We ended up uh, getting a first round bye. We lost to Montreal in four straight games. And uh, and then it was a rebuilding. I mean, uh, Mr. Francis did a, a great job rebuilding the team in a couple of years. And all of a sudden we went from not making the playoffs for a couple of years to being a contender. And I look at back at 80-81, it was a fantastic year. We had a lot of fun. Uh, we were winning a lot of games. Of course, Mike Leute was standing on his on his ear and uh, we were scoring a lot of goals that year. And it was very unfortunate we didn't um, get into a Stanley Cup final at that point in time and um, but that's how fragile this game is is that it's very very difficult to to you know get beyond what you need to do and um, but uh, it, to, to, to be able to stay here and and do the things that we've done I mean I've, I've, I've been very fortunate I mean I I've been probably the only guy that I started with the Solomons they were the owners at the time I've kind of been through the every ownership um, of the Blues, and everybody's tried to win the Stanley Cup, and thankfully, this last ownership group has been able to have done that, because I, I think that of all the things that have happened through my career, and I wish I would have been a part of it, uh, these guys have all won Stanley Cups. I've not done that, but to be a member, even the broadcast crew, when we won the Stanley Cup, the Blues won the Stanley Cup, and I will never say that it was me. I look at Ryan over there, and, and Tomer, and, and, uh, and Shanner, and Chief, they won the cup for us. And I still feel very proud that they did that for us. And thank you guys each and every night. Really. That's what makes it. I've had a lot of great things happen to me in my life. And uh, obviously this ranks way up, up top there. Um, I, this is so flattering that it's, it's, it's beyond words. Uh, Nancy and Bill, thank you so much. I mean, uh, from Bernadette and, and the boys and I, this is absolutely... Uh, beyond belief, because I would have never dreamed it's in a million years that uh, I was going to 
play in St. Louis this long, go into the Hall of Fame, and now have a, a statue that is going to last forever here uh, to honor me. Uh, this has just been absolutely, uh, absolutely wonderful, and I, and I want to thank you all very much. And again, Nancy and Bill, again, thank you so much, and, and thank you, St. Louis. Uh, I love being here, and thank you very much. Darty Business Solutions, the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show, is a leader in our community in so many areas. Do they have over 2,500 teammates in over 30 states and three countries? Yes, they do. Are they the largest IT consulting firm in our area? Yes, they are. Are they the largest software developer in the St. Louis region? Of course they are. But here are a few other important things to know about Doherty Business Solutions. They are the presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. They are the presenting sponsor and were the first presenting sponsor of the Advocate Professional Golfers event at Glen Echo that will be held there this year as well. They are also the founders of Access Point. This is a community game changer. It builds diversity in the IT workforce. Hundreds of mostly African-American women are getting fifty dollars to $60,000 a year jobs right out of high school. That's right, right out of high school. Ron Darty, company founder, chaired the 2023 Heart Ball this year. It supported the local American Heart Association chapters and raised over $600,000 in one evening. These are more examples of the many things that Darty Business Solutions does in our community.